Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Welcome to You Beauty. I'm your host, Shazzy Hunt. As you know, the You Beauty podcast is for your face, but from time to time we extend that to include things that are face adjacent. Sometimes it's your chest, sometimes it's just skin in general, and today it's all about ears. If you've heard of auricular therapy before but didn't really know what it did, you are about to get a crash course from natural health practitioner Elle Halliwell. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Before we unpack all things auricular therapy today, it's only fair, I think, that we let listeners know that you and I do know each other from the event media circuit days. We're old, pretty much, (laughs) is what you're saying. Yes, we've done a few laps around the beauty scene. (laughs) So when we were clinking glasses of bubbles at fancy socialite parties, could you have ever imagined that one day you would be here on this completely different health and wellness path? If someone told me that I would be playing with people's ears in my (laughs) mid-30s, I would have thought that they were absolutely insane because, you know, as well as, I guess, alternative therapies, I was a journalist and very kind of dedicated to the cause, dedicated to the craft, covering celebrity entertainment and fashion and a little bit of beauty as well. So yes, no, auricular therapy was never in my vocabulary until my early 30s, to be honest. So let's talk auricular therapy. So I know I've seen on social media people rocking the ear seeds and there's been some media buzz, but give us the absolute basic beginner's guide to this alternative medicine form and how it works. Okay, so auricular therapy is, I guess, the overarching practice of ear therapeutics, so acupuncture and acupressure focusing on the ear. So it's based on traditional Chinese acupuncture and acupressure. And the theory around auricular therapy is if you envision the ear as a microcosm of the body, very similar to the way foot reflexology works. So if you look at an ear, you can kind of almost see a baby upside down in its mother's womb, if you look closely. So if you think about like the the lobe as being the head area and then you've got the spine just around the antihelix there. And so a lot of the acupressure points in the ear or acupuncture points correspond to those areas. So that's it in a nutshell, auricular therapy. Ear seeds are an auricular therapy practice which focuses on applying pressure to these acupressure points of the ear to exert a therapeutic response much in the same way as needles do. With your personal health journey, how did that kind of lead you to develop an interest in auricular therapy? Yes. So when I was 30, I was diagnosed with a blood cancer and found out I was pregnant within 48 hours of each other. So that was a a bit of a shock. And I basically... I think a bit of a shock is probably an understatement. (laughs) I know, I'm burying the lead here a little bit. But it was a real life-changing experience in the sense that I realised the importance of looking after my health. And one of the biggest things that I guess took me down this journey was a discussion I had with my specialist when I said, look, I'm happy to undergo this treatment that's going to save my life, 
but what can I do to give my body the best chance of something like this not happening again and being able to, I guess, thrive on the this medication rather than, you know, it causing a whole other raft of health issues. And he basically told me to just suck it up and take the pills. And so it was then that started a bit of a journey in terms of educating myself on how I could look after my body, a body that I had really neglected for the last 10 years. You know, I put health at the bottom of my priority list. And so it was through that that I started exploring alternative therapies and natural health. And I began studying naturopathy. But it was a girlfriend of mine who actually got me, I guess, interested in acupressure She's an acupuncturist and she gave me these little bands when I was in my first trimester to help with my nausea. And I became addicted to these things. They were so powerful and I couldn't believe that this tiny little plastic bead on my wrist was helping me with this terrible first trimester nausea. And after I had tour, I started to get a lot more acupuncture than I used to. And it was through her as well that she introduced me to ear seeds. And the ones that she used on me were really ugly. Like I'm talking, <laughs> they were so ugly. And you wear them for, you know, up to a week, five days to a week. And I remember walking around with these little band-aids on my ear, which covered the vicaria seed, which is the traditional kind of acupressure seed. And it looked like a small rodent had attacked my ear. (laughs) So it was really unattractive. But they really helped me specifically with things like my stress and anxiety levels. So I really loved them, but I just thought they were really ugly. (laughs) Yeah, so that was kind of the beginning of my auricular therapy journey. And then I discovered gold acupressure seeds and they just look so pretty. And so I started to wear them and that's when people started to comment on them and say, oh my gosh, what are these? And I kind of thought, hang on, maybe I'm not the only person that might be interested in this therapy because it doesn't only look really nice, but it actually has some really beautiful benefits as well. Now, people would have seen on your socials most likely, but this wasn't invented by TikTok. Auricular therapy has been around for a long time, right? (laughs) This isn't the new TikTok challenge. TikTok might take credit for that, but yes, it's actually about 2,000 years old. But it's funny, there was a man named Paul Nogier who was a French neurologist who actually kind of, I guess, brought acupressure to the Western world back in the 1950s. What he'd seen was with a lot of the returned soldiers from the war, they were having a lot of PTSD, sciatic pain, and he found that there was a thing called battlefield acupuncture, which really helped them. And that's how he kind of, I guess, created the European form of auricular therapy. Now, we're obviously a beauty podcast here, so we're all about doing everything we can to look our very best. What kind of physical benefits are on offer via auricular therapy? Yes. Well, look, as we know, our skin is very much um, affected by things like stress. So that's one of the most popular protocols that I like to use on my clients is the stress protocol. You know, our ears are very highly innervated. They're connected to some really important nerves in our body, particularly the vagus nerve, which controls our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our fight or flight response. And so when you've got that under control, when you're in parasympathetic mode, that means that, you know, our bodies are relaxed, they can regenerate, they can rest. So essentially, if you're going to be less stressed, that's going to be good for your skin. That's 100% linked. Like people will say if you get more sleep, if you're less stressed, then your skin will look better. Exactly. So, you know, it's all being brought back to the beauty element. (laughs) So I guess as well, we have a protocol for insomnia too. So helps you sleep, gets you, you know, into that REM state a lot quicker. And also we have 
protocols which specifically target the skin. So there's one for eczema, which a lot of my clients have found really effective. There's also certain immune points in the ear that you can apply seeds to, which can help with things like autoimmune issues like eczema hormonal balance as well. A lot of people who have hormonal acne as well can benefit. But look, that said, I always like to add the disclaimer being a journalist that something that works for someone is not necessarily going to work for you. So you might find them really great for headaches, but at the same time, they might not help with your acne and vice versa. So I like to tell people, give them a go, try a few different protocols and see which ones your body really responds to. And we say protocols, is that to do with the placement of the ear seeds? It is. So, I mean, I guess from more of an aesthetic point of view, you could call them constellations. So, oh, that's so pretty. Yeah, they really <laughs> do look beautiful in the ear when you've got, you know, five or six gold or crystal seeds in your ear. Yeah, so they're the different locations that you put the seeds on in the ear. Sometimes you can have two seed protocols. Some require five or six, depending on what you're after. And so how do they work once they're in the air? There's two frames of thought. First, you've got the traditional Chinese belief, I guess you could say, that our bodies contain a life force called qi and acupuncture and acupressure can help to get those channels flowing, the meridians flowing to help the body's self-healing mechanisms do their thing, you know, helping our body to return to a state of homeostasis. But I think from more of a scientific point of view, As I said before, our ears are so highly innovated and they're connected to so many nerves in our body. And so if you think about, you know, nerves as being like this great tree that travels all up and down our body, it makes sense that by stimulating certain nerves, they're going to travel to different parts of the body. And so I think that it's funny because a lot of people in the the medical community They know that acupuncture works in a way, but they don't really know how. No one really knows why people benefit from it. And you've got places like the Chris O'Brien Lifehouse, for example, at the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital, which has an acupuncture offering to its cancer patients because they've discovered that it really helps with things like pain and nausea after chemo treatment. So there is quite an acceptance in the medical community, at least in some areas of the medical community, saying it works, but no one really knows why. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. What are some of the key ear pressure points that you're trying to hit in auricular therapy and what kind of issues do they potentially alleviate? I know this is a a really long question, isn't it? A long answer question. I mean, if you come to me with any kind of issue, there is going to be a protocol that we can apply to try and address it. So whether it's stress and anxiety, you know, skin issues, detoxification, addiction. Addiction is quite a well-studied protocol. There's quite a number of rehab centres in the US which use a five-point addiction protocol for their patients who are trying to 
detox from things like alcohol and drugs. So if you're trying to quit smoking or, you know, quit the alcohol or, you know, stop those sugar cravings at three o'clock every afternoon, then there's a protocol for that, which people find quite effective. Wrist pain, leg pain, sciatica, back pain, you name it. Pain relief is a really big one as well. So I find they're really good for headaches as well. If you don't like to, you know, pop a Panadol, I find it really gives quite instant relief. I could talk about this forever and ever and ever, so I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> but yes, there's it can address so many different areas. Is there anything you should or shouldn't do either before or after having auricular therapy? Yes, I think that because our seeds can be applied at home, one thing that I do suggest to you know my clients and customers is that if you're going to apply seeds, don't do it as you're like, you've got your two-year-old hanging off your leg and you're trying to kind of write the shopping list for the week and then about to run off to work. Self-care is really important. And I think that just being able to take time out and be mindful and tune into your body is really important, you know, whether you're putting seeds in or not. But if you can be in that state and really, I guess, tell your body what you want it to do, how you want it to help you, that's really important. So I do say to people, find a quiet room, take a couple of deep breaths. If you want, light a candle, you know, do all those beautiful things before you apply your seeds so that your body's in the right state. So it's in that parasympathetic state, the rest and digest, the repair state and clean your ears as well, because yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's a bit of a no brainer, but you know, the adhesive is not going to stick on an oily ear. So give it a really good scrub, like get in all the areas, make sure you don't miss anything because that does keep them on for a lot longer. And I, I don't think I have mentioned it before, but yeah, ear seeds, they do actually stick on with an adhesive. So they're needle free, they're pretty much pain free and really gentle to apply. So that was my next question. So the seeds themselves, that's a pain-free process because they're just like stickers. Yes, correct. But what about in an auricular therapy session? Are there needles involved there? No, no, no. So it's all just the pressure. And what you'll find as well is I'm sure that a lot of people who are listening who have been to an acupuncturist might have left with a couple of vicarious seeds in their ear because a lot of acupuncturists use it to prolong the effects of the treatment that they've already given. How long before you'd see some results for whatever issue you were trying to address? Yeah, that depends on the issue itself. So I treated a client about two weeks ago who had a really stiff neck. She couldn't twist her neck very well. It was really painful. And by the time I'd finished doing the ESEED protocol, she was able to move it around and was pain-free. That's not that common, but things like headaches. Have you ever done the trick where you grasp the skin between your index finger and your thumb? No. When you have a headache, it's a bit of like an acupressure thing that a lot of people do. (laughs) And you will find that it almost gives you instant relief for headaches where if you do similar things on your ear, so if you apply your ear seeds to certain points on your earlobe, which correspond to your head, sometimes the relief will be fairly quick. But then for things like chronic pain or hormonal balance and addiction and things like that, you could be looking at doing a protocol concurrently for, you know, four to six weeks, up to a few months, depending on what it is. But one thing I do say is that for certain, you know, aspects of your health, it will take time and not to kind of just write it off if it's not working in a day or two, because sometimes it does take a little bit longer for it to really take effect. 
You mentioned how beautiful they look. Curated ear piercings are suddenly very popular. It's everywhere. Why do you think our ears are suddenly this untapped fashion plate? And how does auricular therapy play into this? I don't know. Look, I guess I have two trains of thought about this. First of all, I think ears are pretty ugly. So if we can do anything to make them look prettier, then, you know, why not? But what I will say is that there are some people who think that by piercing their ear, that's going to create the same effects as an acupressure seed protocol. What it's doing is it's actually creating scar tissue, which can sometimes actually interrupt the effectiveness of it. So what I would say about that is if you like piercings and you want to pierce you know, every area of your ear, go for it, but don't do it for the therapeutic effects necessarily because the general consensus in the industry is it's not necessarily going to help with like permanent relief, if that makes sense. So I'm glad you brought that up because that answers the question we had this week from the UBs in the UBD Facebook group. Alison asked, would piercing do the same job as auricular therapy? No. No. <laughs> no. But at the same time, some people have reported that it has helped them. So look, I'm not going to say it's absolutely not going to work for you, but I would just say that if you're getting the piercing with that intention, maybe try auricular acupressure first, see if you can get the results from that. And I'm totally enchanted by your hand massage headache technique. I will absolutely <laughs> be using that. But are there any other ear massage techniques that any of us could do right now, even while we're listening at wherever you are, to alleviate an issue in your body? Is there something you can do to your ears? There is nothing more relaxing, and this really does stimulate our vagus nerve, is giving your ears a really good massage. So If you just start with your earlobe and give it a kind of circular motion, work all the way up your helix for a couple of minutes until your ears feel really warm, you will notice that you start to feel a lot more relaxed. So give it a go. If you want to get some scented oils and make it really special, you can. But like even if you're just literally sitting, you know, at your office, you're like, oh, my God, what a day. Deep breaths, slow ear massage with intent, with mindfulness. Bob's your uncle. Just in general, are there things in terms of lifestyle that we should or shouldn't be doing when it comes to our ears, you know, bad habits when it comes to our ears? Well, I think the beauties who are listening, yes. Um, (laughs) One of the things that I would say is we don't really give our ears enough love when it comes to our cleaning beauty regimen, you know, our skincare regimen. I did not. (laughs) I definitely have never thought about them when I'm doing my cleanse, serum, moisturise. Exactly. (laughs) Now just visualise yourself. You're putting blush on, right? You've got all these kind of like micro pigments that are floating in the air and you're you know, putting the blush on, you're literally kind of wafting it over into your ear. And look, it's not going to cause any kind of terrible middle ear infections or anything, but the outer ear can get quite oily. So what I do see poking my head around people's ears is that people can get a lot of blackhead buildup in that area. So I would definitely say just even if you've got like a cotton bud with some makeup remover, just give your ear a, a good kind of wipe. Finally, we finish every week by asking our expert a common pervading myth. Here's yours. Alternative medicines are just a placebo. Oh, okay. First of all, let me first say alternative medicine, that's a very broad umbrella. So, you know, there are so many different modalities that fall under that. You've got like crystal healing, you've got herbal medicine, kinesiology, acupuncture. So what I will say is that acupuncture and things like herbal medicine, they're very different from things like energy healing and kinesiology. 
and I'm definitely not bagging any modality because I feel like there are so many which have done amazing things to help people. But what I will say is that acupuncture and herbal medicine, they've both got a lot of research behind them, you know, more so than other therapies. I'm also going to say this too, being a journalist, you know, I was a terrible debater. I was never going to be a politician because I'm definitely very impartial. So I'd like to say that there are so many studies which show that acupuncture works and all this. For every study that says it works, there's going to be one that says it was inconclusive or it didn't. You know, but the general consensus is that it does help a lot of people and more research needs to be done in that space. And you wouldn't have places like hospitals offering it if it was a complete sham. So I think if it works for you, then that's wonderful. And that's why I think the placebo effect isn't actually such a bad thing because our mind is our greatest healer, in my opinion. But yeah, at the end of the day, there is research behind acupuncture and acupressure Look, it could be a placebo in some situations, but generally, yeah, there's research behind it. Elle, thank you for joining us today on the You Beauty podcast to enlighten us about auricular therapy. Thanks for having me. This episode was produced by Gia Moylan. I'm Shazzy Hunt, and you'll hear from me again next week when I'll be joined by dermatologist Dr. Sharmila Gunathesan, who's going to run us through morning and nighttime skincare routines. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch, you can send us an email or voice memo to youbeauty at mamamia.com.au. Have a great week.